Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. What's up, besties with the breasties? Wow. <laughs> that's our new, I think that's our new intro. I was just talking to someone like six months ago and they were like, oh, like, uh, what do you, what's your outro? I was like, we don't have one. It's just, but that's our intro now. Besties with <laughs> yeah. the breasties. The besties with the breasties. Our outro is just like, bye, see you on the bye. next episode. <laughs> bye. But it's funny, I was talking to someone else and they were like, yeah, it's awkward always. But Shantae said to say maestro out. That's what she says, but that doesn't work for us, I feel like. No. Best we, life. Besties out. out. Besties out. Besties yeah. with the breasties out. Anyway, this is Jill. <laughs> this is Danny J. Obviously. And <laughs> with the breasties. Besties with the breasties. We got a DM from a gal friend of ours with the breasties. Um, and, well, I don't know. Technically, I haven't seen her boobs. But uh, she wrote us here. And I'm, <laughs> I didn't ask for permission, so I won't say her name. But you know who you are, Maddie Joe. Um, <laughs> hey, she's our B. She's hey, our ladies. BFF. She's okay. Yes, and hopefully that's okay. I shared. Um, this is actually super common, and yes. I think it's going to be really helpful to everyone. So, she said, "Hey, ladies, wondering if you could do a podcast on when you just feel shit about yourself. I'm going through a multitude of things, healing injuries, figuring out digestive and other health issues that are limiting what I could do workout wise, which is fucking with my mental health, which I know is causing me more stress." All this has led me to some noticeable weight gain and muscle loss to me the fir- for the first time in years. All my usual tricks, like speaking positively to myself, meditating, telling myself it's only me who sees this, and probably just in my head, none of it's working, which makes me feel even more defeated. I'm dealing with all of it in therapy, of course, blah, blah, blah. But I'm in a fantastic relationship, and I know he thinks I'm beautiful, sexy, yada, yada, but I just don't feel that myself, and I want to get my confidence back. I'm wondering if you have any tips for... All of this. This and is like so common. Yes. <laughs> it isn't. You know what? We just did an episode, like my first thoughts right now, because we just got off recording an episode with Esther Blum on hormones. First, I want to be like, it just might be your hormones. <laughs> but really. But really. But, really. but also, you know, um, but yeah. I, I was thinking that we, both you and I actually, have gone through uh, just a transition, a light, like more life transitions the last couple of years to where um, exercise has not really been front and center. I mean, it is like, obviously it's still like part of, you know, I definitely go to the gym every day, but it's one of those things where we, I feel like both of us probably, we've both kind of watched our bodies change a little bit over the last few years. And so I guess my question to you would be like, what, what narrative or what, you know, what things have you been telling yourself as you've sort of watched your body change over the last few years? Myself, you know, it's interesting. Um, I've come to a different place where I just know so many things are temporary. And so, and I can only give so much energy to only one or two things, right? I can't give energy to everything. So 
when like I was taking care of my mom, my health took a backseat and I was just listening to this, our own episodes recently. And I was thinking about this, how when I was taking care of her, it was like my nutrition wasn't there. My workouts weren't there. It was just really focused on like getting up, getting her showered, getting her fed, all of those things. And like, I got really neglected and I just didn't have time to think about or obsess about what my body was doing. And I knew at some point I would get back to it. But I think the biggest thing is that we can only focus on one thing at a time. So, you know, one of the things she said was she's got some injuries and some stuff with digestion and health. And I've been there. I've been where it's been, I've been injured or I needed to focus on health. And it's really hard to focus on health and weight loss at the same time because they're not always hand in hand. Sometimes they are. Sometimes you need to lose weight to get your health back. Like there's people who are like, to get your health in check, you probably need to lose 35 pounds. But there's other times where maybe it's because you have too much stress that you're causing weight loss and you need to rest and do less. Like you got adrenal stuff going on. So you have to just go, I'm focusing on this one thing. It's all I can do. And I get it. Like, especially when you identify with being fit and like, I know this gal from online, like great abs, super hot, super lean, right? And I was, I personally was like the abs girl and everyone knew me for my abs. I had to identify different. I like started putting my shirt on more and it was okay. And nobody really noticed that I wasn't flaunting my six pack anymore. And I think it comes down to looking at yourself and what else can you do and who else are you and what can you appreciate about yourself that doesn't have anything to do with your body. And I mm -hmm. do also want to validate that I get that those feelings of like, you feel shitty, then you look in the mirror and then your mental health struggles because you feel like you look shitty and then it just turns into this horrible cycle. And yes, you can convince yourself like, my, my partner loves me, nobody else notices it and it's all in my head. And yes, it is all in your head, but like, I get what she's saying. She's like, how do I get out of my head in this? Mm -hmm. And my answer is, I don't really know, except you kind of just have to choose to and try to focus on other things that you can't control. Mm -hmm. One of the things that she said that really um, got my attention was I can't go to the gym like I used to. And I, I don't, I don't like judge that either way. But for me, I think, um, cause I, I've obviously was uh, such a gym rat for such a long time. And for me, a lot of the way that I managed my own self-esteem was going to the gym and having to be there for hours, or even if you're not there for hours, like just identifying as someone who goes to the gym and I identify as this. And I really, feel and I felt, and I'll tell my story in a second, but it was a really fragile place to live. Like I need the gym to maintain my physique. Like I need, you know, to make sure I'm there or else I gain weight or I need to, or I need to look a certain way. So for me, it was actually in 2015, I went to Europe for nine weeks and that was kind of like a sledgehammer moment where I was like, I just want to get over my exercise obsession because I'm doing like two hours of cardio a day and I'm like, I'm, I'm using it as a, um, a control mechanism, right? I have to go to the gym or else. And whether or not you look different or just in your mind, you need it. I just was like, I am going to Europe and I'm not going to work out while I'm here. You know, now, I don't think that's necessarily healthy to like not exercise for nine weeks. But, you know, for me, it was what I needed to do to uh, get my metabolism regulated at that point because I was so reliant on the gym. And I don't, and I know that Maddie's done a lot of work. And I think many people listening to this podcast have done a lot of work on their own self-esteem, their own, uh, you know, uh, moderation journey through nutrition and more balanced lifestyle. So it's probably not like an obsessive thing like it was for me, but I know I just needed that time. And this is still where I go back to. I want to be able to have a metabolism that, 
uh, is healthy enough to take weeks off from the gym and not drastically change. Now, maybe you'll get a little softer, right? That might change. Like the integrity of your physique might look a little bit different, but you're not having to go buy like five, you know, sizes worth of different pants, you know? So for me, yes, maybe, and it did when I was in Europe for nine weeks, like I, I looked physically looked softer than I had, but I still was able to wear the same clothes. So I think for me, it's, is this, I think it's a fragile way to live where you feel like you need the gym. And of course, if you can get there and if you're going through health stuff, like Danny said, I love that she said, sometimes they're not, they're mutually exclusive. Like if you need to work on something with your health, you might not be able to do what you were doing, especially with an injury, right? So what better way than to figure out how to regulate your metabolism through moderate eating, through mindfulness, through walking, stress management, right? Like all of those kind of tools. So it, it's not just I have this one you know, method that I use. So for me, it was just like, I need to be in the gym doing cardio. That was like the only thing to the detriment of all the other things that could help me maintain my physique, which was things like walking, sleeping, managing my stress, right? Like all of those kind of things. So I think try to diversify the tools in your tool belt. So you don't feel like if this one thing goes away that I don't have other things that can help me sort of maintain at least my physique enough that I can still wear the same clothes. And to Danny's point, you also know it's transient, right? If you're going through some health stuff, it's not going to last forever, right? At some point, you're going to come out of that. If you have an injury, at some point, it's going to be healed or rectified or whatever. So then, cool, awesome. Gym's not going anywhere. Weights aren't going anywhere. Cardio machines aren't going anywhere. So realize that it is transient and then realize that you're going through. The reason why you're having these feelings is because you're going through so much. So yes, at the end of the day, is it a self-compassion issue? Yes. Speaking yourself kindly, gent- you know, being gentle with yourself and also realizing that you know your metabolism doesn't have to be that fragile. There's some things that you can do around stress management and whatever, but, and I have a couple other mo- tools, but I feel like you know starting with, am I diversifying the ways in which I can be healthy. So it doesn't always come back to having to need a gym membership. I love that you said that with sleep and stress management. I think when I was going through my adrenal fatigue, I had to step away from the gym because it was causing more physical stress, right? I needed to lower my emotional and mental stress, but I also needed to reduce my physical stress. And going to the gym for two hours a day was increasing my stress, increasing my cortisol. So I literally needed to stop. And I remember just feeling like I was watching my body like blow up. But a lot of that was actually inflammation from the stress I was causing. Mm. So while you're like, quote, maybe seeing like you're gaining visible weight and noticeable, it could also be inflammation if it is stress. You know, I'm not sure like what the actual issues are, but just understanding that reducing your stress, getting more sleep, that's also going to help the way you look. It's going to help the way you feel. And it's going to help you also feel like you have some kind of locus of control. Cause it's also about feeling like I'm not in control anymore. I can't do the things I'm used to. Like Jill said, these were the things I used to be able to do to like get my mind right. Well, if that thing is taken away, what else can you do? So I love that you brought that up. And I also think some other things are, finding other ways to, I don't know, other things to get excited about in life, finding hobbies, maybe spending time. Like I think I've been thinking a lot about art lately and not that I'm an artist or that I can paint, but I've been really looking around and trying to think of what I could do that is doesn't have anything to do with health and fitness, but that's maybe like crafts or painting or like taking old furniture and refurbishing it or doing something that is just 
for for fun's sake like literally finding something that you could do that's fun that maybe is creative that's just a completely different outlet than a physical outlet and i think that could be something you can look towards toward is that a word uh that you can look (laughs) that you can look forward to um or look toward um that that gets you excited and kind of gets your mind off of the body i think what's happening is there's just this obsession right because you're a lot of times we are focused so much on what we can't do. Like when I was paralyzed, I remember just constantly like, I can't walk. I'm, this isn't fair. I can't do what I used to do. I can't be an acrobat. My degrees in physical education, all I was sitting there like stewing over all the things I couldn't do instead of the things that I could do. I could type. I could learn skills. I could read. Like there's so many things you can do. But what happens when you're out on an injury or something is we tend to just get really hyper fixated on the can't do stuff. And so right now, even though you're trying to meditate and do all those things, it's like you still in the back of your mind are just upset about what you're not able to do anymore. And let's just take a step back and go, what can we do? And let's switch the perspective. And it's kind of like, you know, and I know Maddie Jo knows this on gratitude and we all talk about you know, a gratitude habit, but this is a good time to bring in gratitude and shift to the things that we have and the sh- shift to the things that we can do to shift your entire perspective. And it might start to just release that, I don't know, anger or feelings of, or the lack of confidence you have in these other areas. Mm-hmm. You know what? I actually really, I like this as part of a larger journey and personal development journey because I actually resonate with this a little bit too. And this is why I kind of started off the podcast asking you about your journey because I know, you know, you've been, you're like sort of physical, you know, has, has changed over the last few years in terms of workouts and stuff like that. And I've noticed in the last two years with more business stuff on my plate that my physique has changed. Like I'm definitely like a little bigger, definitely put on a little bit of weight. Like I've just noticed small changes and I kind of look at it like, hey, Jill, this is an opportunity to walk your fucking walk. Like I know at the end of the day, we don't want to like gain 50 pounds. Like I get that. Like we're, I think that's the fear, right? Is like, oh, I'm just going down this, I'm going down this path and like there's no turning back. And like, I think that's what the thing that kind of scares us is like, wow, if I don't nip this in the butt right now, then it's going to get really bad. But I've sort of looked at it like, number one, I know this is transient, like you talked about earlier. And number two, I'm like, Jill, this is an opportunity for you to like really fucking walk your walk. And if you say that like you have body confidence and you say diversify the ways in which you get uh, self-worth and you say that like, you know, that your partner still loves you and wants to have sex with you and whatever, then like, just believe that. So I think for me, like as, as a, like a high level, I would look at this as an opportunity to walk your walk. If you say that's who you are, literally like Danny and I do, I feel like we do a different version of this podcast, like every three months. And like, this is an opportunity for us to say like, Hey, you can love yourself no matter what you can have worth outside of your body. You can do things that are moderate, that are mindful, that aren't obsessive. I'm like, okay, Jill, here's an opportunity. Life is throwing you stuff just like they, you know, they might be throwing you stuff. You're listening to this and you go, I can't do the things I used to do. So what's to me, I'm like, what's the new version look like then, right? What's the new version look like? And to Danny's point, can we diversify the other things in our life? So it's not just, we're not so hyper fixated on this one piece needs to be here or else I can't feel good about myself. It's like, what else do we have? What other things do we have to contribute to the world as a person? And when you look at gaining five pounds or gaining 10 pounds or even gaining 15 or 20 pounds, oftentimes your your life doesn't change. 
really, when you look at the things you, you even said, you know, I'm with someone who still thinks I'm sexy and, you know, you know, whatever is attracted to me. Cool. That didn't change. Right. You didn't lose your job because you gained a little weight. You didn't, you know, like your friends weren't like, Oh, like you, you didn't get shunned from your friend group because you can get isolated. Like, like, yeah, maybe you gain a hundred pounds and maybe your life changes dramatically, but like not when you change like five, 10 pounds. So at the end of the day, I kind of had to look at that even for myself and go like, yeah, this is transient. And also you have the tools, you know what to do when you're, when you are cleared and your injury is good to go. Awesome. Like all that stuff's going to be waiting for you when you're and for me, that's sort of where I go to is like, I'm in a really busy time right now in my life. So it won't always be this way. And I want to maximize what I am doing. And I'm certainly not going to spoil what I'm doing in my business and the other things I'm excited about because I'm so stressed about my physique all the time. I'm just unwilling to do that. I want to be where I'm most present and then manage my physique and be like, cool, this is good enough. Like, is it, am I the leanest I've ever been? No. Was I, am I as lean as I was a couple of years ago? No. But I'm also like, it is what it is. And it's a good practice for me to, to realize that and then walk my walk. And so, I don't know, ask yourself, like, am I living to the, my, my real truth? And how can I start to do things to get on board with this new version? And maybe you never get back to the person you used to be years ago or six months ago or whenever. What's the new version look like? Well, how can you get excited about that? I love that you said this is a chance to walk your walk. I feel like I'm actually in that space right now, personally. And so um, I've really shifted myself into like what feels good versus what I look like. And that's been that's been a big shift. I feel like my most of my life, it's been about how I look and how yeah, it's just like how my body looks. And lately, we just did an episode with with uh, Esther Blum. Um, lately, I've been having obvious I didn't realize these were hormonal issues but like really terrible periods and things like that so I've had some stuff going on with my hormones which obviously also I mean maybe not obviously but kind of light bulb went off for me like this also affected how I looked especially like bloating and things like that and it's funny because literally today um I was having a conversation with my boyfriend this weekend and I really want to be in like much better shape for this wedding I'm going to in Greece. We're going to have a boat day and I'm like, I really want to feel my best. I know there's going to be photos and I don't want to look as sloppy as I feel like I do look right now in these photos on a boat, right? And I've really neglected my physical health the last couple of years. And so this morning was the first day I'm like, okay, this is the first day I'm going to start like being really consistent. I've been doing stuff off and on, but I'm like, I got to do something every single day. So I got up this morning, I went outside, I did a little jog, I did some little like resistance stuff in the garage and it was just good enough. And I remember the old version of me would have been like, dude, you did nothing. Like, why'd you even bother? You, I went out for 12 minutes. That's how long it took me to do a lap. It felt like 30 minutes, but it was 12. <laughs> I did literally like some, some donkey kick things. And then I was done. I mean, my whole thing took me about 16 minutes, but I was like, that's good enough. Cause I need, just need to be consistent. And I want to feel good. And I have this, this quote goal, but it's not until June. I'm like, I have time. So I've just taken a lot of urgency off of it. And I've also realized I want to feel good while I'm doing something and I don't want to hurt myself or be so sore in the process, which has been my, my history of working out really hard and then being so sore, I can't do anything. And so it's just being a lot more compassionate with myself. And I wasn't beating myself up over the last three years of what happened 
it just, it is what it is. Things happened how they happened. And here I am today just dealing with that and going, I can reverse this. I can make changes today. And I beating myself up over it or like looking in the mirror and pinching that extra stuff or getting upset over like the cellulite that wasn't there. It doesn't help. And I know it gets frustrating sometimes when you're like, oh, I worked so hard to look a certain way. And then I, all that is going to the like going in the trash and I have to start over and that feels really heavy and it feels like a lot but it our bodies change a lot quicker than we think they do and time passes anyway and just it's not worth it and even if I don't get to like where I want to be by June in the summer I want to have a great ass time on that boat and feel good with my friends and it's like I'm going to be there anyway so there's no reason for me to beat myself up over the next four months to get to a certain place if I'm going to be like obsessing when I'm there and not having a good time. So ultimately, I think it comes to this this choice of how we want to live. And it's not easy to necessarily let this go. But I would say it's simple if you just choose to and choose to find some other things to focus on and do and like mm-hmm. live your damn life. And like Jill said, it didn't affect your relationships, none of that. And you know this, like you said here, like, I get it, I get it, I've done all the things, but I'm still messed up. And sometimes it's just where we're at, right? We can we can go through all the things where like, I've done the meditation, I'm talking to a therapist, I'm doing it, and I still feel bad. And it's like, sometimes that's just life. And at some point, you'll either have a breakthrough or you'll be tired of, you'll be tired of it, and then you're just going to let it go like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's so good. And uh, you know, something you said a couple of minutes ago, which was, you know, it's hard to have seen your physique look a certain way and then not have that anymore um, or know what your potential is. That was always really hard, especially I think as a competitor was we could, we knew what the best looked like, right? It was like, oh, we have the pinnacle physique because it's up on stage or whatever. And anything less than that becomes not good enough. So, you know, you're, you're going to, your body definitely is going to change. It just even, it's just going to change over time, but also your body also remembers too. So if you have a period of time where you were dealing with an injury, you're dealing with, you know, uh, we've talked a lot on this podcast about adrenal fatigue. We've talked about, um, you know, different hormonal challenges or maybe GI stuff or anything that's going on with you physically. Like when you eventually are cleared to go back to the gym, your body is not starting from zero. You're not starting from scratch again, right? Sometimes it feels like that, like Danny said, but it's not. You're not starting from scratch. Your body remembers. You have muscle memory. Muscle maturity is a thing. So when I went to Europe for nine weeks and didn't exercise that whole time, I went home and the first couple of weeks were rough because I was just like out of shape, right? So I was just like <laughs> getting out of, out of breath faster, but it only took a couple of weeks. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I'm like almost back to the weights I was lifting before. Not starting from scratch. Even when you end up going back to the gym, you're not a beginner anymore. Like that, you're the the idea that you're starting from scratch. I think sometimes that's that's the the piece that we hate. Is like I I got to a certain point and now I'm back here. You're never starting over, right? You're starting from here <laughs> instead of way down here. Starting from halfway. And so yeah, maybe you'll have to you know take a couple of steps back when you first get started. But all the work you did before this injury not going anywhere, right? You can still access that. So remember, your efforts are cumulative. The fact that you've done this much work up until this point matters. You know, it's not like you're a beginner anymore. So I always I always try and remember that too, is there's always, you know, I'm not starting from day one. The way I see it too is it's winter right now. So this is the perfect time to be fat. Like we're wearing, <laughs> we're wearing, wearing a bunch of clothes. clothes. 
<laughs> I mean, it is not summer. So you just like take this time right now and be like, yes, this is winter. I get to have this fluffy time. I, it keeps me warmer. <laughs> Dude, it's I hate better. winter clothes. I hate winter fucking clothes. <laughs> I mean, I do like because they're cozy, but I always feel like I look like a linebacker. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like I already have like broad shoulders and like a big butt and like a big rib cage. And so I'm just like, whenever I, I put on like sweaters, I can't wear chunky sweaters because I just feel like I look massive, which is like fine. But also I'm just like, but I need to, I need people to see my muscle or else. So, but I agree. It's very, it's cozy, cozy clothes. Yeah. Just, just be in your cozy body right now and you'll, you know. You got time. You got time. But yeah. you know, this is so real. I just, I do want it to validate is. that so many people have felt that way. And also, it does suck when you feel like you have so many, you're like, I have tools. all these tools. I have the personal development. I know, like, I quote, know better. And I, girl, this is like me so many, so many times and things. I'm like, I have a counselor. I have coaches. I have friends. I know better. And, and, I still feel like X, Y, Z. And sometimes it's just life. Like sometimes we just, our brains for some reason want to hang on to this thing. And maybe it's because it's trying to avoid another thing. I don't know. Like there could be, we could go down a rabbit hole on that. But for whatever reason, you're thinking about it right now and it is what it is. And I think when you're ready to let it go and to not care, you will. Like to Jill's point, when she went to Europe, it was like maybe had to break out of it. And for me, I in my adrenal fatigue early on, it was like, I just had to finally stop caring. Like I'd stop looking in the mirror for a while. I threw the scale away for a while. Like there was just certain things that I go, I, I can't do this right now because my mental health is suffering. And so you'll figure it out. And hopefully some of the things we said helped or not. <laughs> But you'll let us know. <laughs> Sometimes insightful. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for the question. And also, you guys, we absolutely love when you guys send in questions or just have topics. We've gotten a few recently, which is uh, exciting for us. So make sure that you guys keep those coming. You can always reach us on our Instagram account at The Best Life Podcast. And we are now announcing we're doing Me Mondays on the podcast Instagram. So go to the Best Life Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you're following us. And then, of course, we love in the DMs. We put our memes in the stories as well. We're basically a meme account. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but definitely reach out to us in the DMs. Let us know. And we got an amazing uh, review as well from Chris. From uh, Chris, shout out. Uh, she said she's been listening for four years, and we just really appreciate that. We did a couple episode a couple uh, episodes ago about how we got a couple one stars. Uh, we're not going to give them airtime, but we really do appreciate five stars. If you guys have not left a review, take two seconds to do it. It means the most to us. Uh, so we can keep showing up for you guys. Anything else, Danny? Yeah, I love that. Actually, someone DM'd me the other day and they didn't know how to leave a review. So oh. I sent her a video how to do it. So feel free if you want like a video, I could send that to you of how to do it. But if you go to our podcast in Apple iTunes and you click on like the actual podcast, if you scroll down the episodes, you have to just scroll for a little bit, you will see ratings and reviews right now, it says 4.8. And then you click on, you can go down to the bottom to write a review, or you can click on see all, and then tap to rate, it's right at the top. So either way, but you just have to do a little bit of scrolling when you're getting to the episodes. And when you get to the bottom, you see a giant number, and that's where you do it. Love so it. do it there. And Thank you guys so much you. for we'll your time and attention. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, Bestie, guys. Bestie, breasties out. <laughs>